Test one, two, test one, two. Check, 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 check. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and cousin Brewski. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Take one. All right, my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, it's another edition of the local minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. Back at it, gentlemen. Yep, and every episode is take one, by the way. There is no take two on the show. No, <laughs> it's all know. live. Uh, writer's strike, it won't affect us, dude, so don't worry about it. This is all just right off the top of the old noggin. <laughs> you should be able to tell no one's writing this. So, <laughs> How we doing, Brewski? Hanging in there, hanging in there, you know. Brewski uh, spent is, a week uh, in Vegas and picked up some diseases there. <laughs> not the STD kind, you know. not the fun kind, at least. <laughs> you know, nothing like that. And I wasn't, I wasn't doing crank off of a, you know, stripper or anything like that. Sure, Darn I it. bet you were kind of at some point. <laughs> there were some Vegas style shenanigans, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of drinking, a lot of drinking, seeing people that I, I see every year. I was there for uh, Viva Las Vegas, a rockabilly convention. And so I meet up with folks that I only see like once a year, but we talk throughout the year online. And I hear you're sporting your uh, brewski vest with your brewski tag on it, right? Do you want to hear a quick story about that? Sure. Uh, Please. So Sunday, I took a Uber down to Fremont Street. Most of the casinos there have a sign outside that said, no motorcycle club colors to be worn. Ooh, oh. did you feel like you might be uh, showing some colors with your Bruce no, vest? I, no, I, I didn't think that at all. It has a patch on the back that says Stray Cats. There's a denim vest and it has my nickname on the front and everything. So I go to enter Circa, which is a very high-class casino down on Fremont Street. It's it's a beautiful place. I've stayed there. And when you go to into Circa, you have to show ID to get in because it's 21 plus. And I go to walk up. The security guy says, hey, listen, brother, I don't think I can let you in. I said, excuse me? Because you're famous, people may maul you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, no, you're wearing colors. I'm like, no, no, this this is a band that I'm a fan of. And he said, you know, we can't let you in. And I said, well, I'm not in a motorcycle club or anything like that. Now, obviously, if anybody knows me and sees me, I'm not the dangerous looking type of person. I'm mm-hmm. gregarious. I've got yeah, a big smile. <laughs> I'm, I'm, incre- I'm incredibly overly polite at all times. Depends yes, what Brewski energy you're putting out. Well, this is this is true. In this in this case here, I really wanted to be inside the casino, so I, <laughs> I it was, was friendly, fuzzy Brewski. Exactly, right? and they turned they turned me away, so I was so I oh. couldn't believe it. Yeah, so they did reject you, huh? Wow. Yeah. You should have gone back without the vest and stabbed the bouncer, just to be ironic. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I'm there, it's just so much fun. Everybody's just there to have a good time. Well, good. We are glad you had a fantastic trip, and welcome back. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this. We interrupt our program to bring you a special Here is a news bulletin. We interrupt this program to bring you all the humanity and all the faith. A which will live in infamy. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Said, oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire. News you need to know. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
Need to know news, news you need to know. You'll uh, sound smart when you're standing around the water cooler, and uh, you'll be able to impress your friends just by listening to this very program. That's right. We'll make you informed for your social media posts, comments, and everything else. And uh, uh, That's a fact. Speaking of the online world, we have started talking recently on this show about AI, about the apps. Uh, I mean, Nick broke up with me on uh, last week's episode. With, uh, <laughs> we've learned that these AI programs can write anything you ask them to write a breakup letter a happy birthday card a condolence letter whatever it is and do you remember my prediction last week uh i told you guys both i said here's the dealio in 10 years we won't recognize this world do you remember you said one year but uh okay oh yeah that's what i meant to say (laughs) that's what i meant that's what i meant since we talked about it, have you yes. just not seen story after yes. story? I mean, it is multiplying quickly. It is. And yes. I've been talking about it with my kids. Uh, they were saying that even in their middle school and high school here, that all of their papers now, anything written, an essay, any sort of answer to a thing, it's all run through a program that not only scans for plagiarism, but for percentage of AI hit. Wow. Meaning, even if you go in and change a few words, if you score a 70% match on an AI database, you fail the paper flat out. I mean, you you are in relatively a small town. Yes, this is a small town. Uh, talking to Dottie in nursing school, one of her uh, classmates just failed an assignment because it flagged as being written by an AI. Wow. So this is going everywhere and at a rapid pace. And we were kind of wondering a few episodes back of, you know, how do you stop this? The genie's out of the bottle. Are we going to Terminator here? Is this every sci-fi movie we've ever seen? Right. AI taking over. Elon Musk has been, you know, ringing the alarm bell, but he's a little crazy. So I don't know if we want to take his opinion or not but from cnn here and this is all over the news today uh, ai pioneer from google quits to warn about the technology's dangers one of the guys that helped develop this for google just walked away saying people this is getting out of control this is crazy uh elon musk was on just on bill maher had him on yeah and uh, they were talking about it again dude i mean there is things to be concerned with Yeah, Jeffrey Hitton, who has been called the godfather of AI, confirmed uh, this week that he left his role at Google last week to speak out about the dangers of the technology that he helped to develop. He says, I console myself with the normal excuse. If I hadn't done it, somebody else would have. Uh, I mean, I guess he's right, but... Well, that's kind of what we talked about, of like, how do you stop this? Because even if America has some sort of regulations or rules, you can't stop China, Russia, anyone else that's technologically advanced from doing all this. And uh, he said that I uh, left so that I could talk about the dangers of AI without considering how this may impact uh, Google. Uh, We remain committed to responsible approaches to AI, uh, a Google representative said, and we're continually learning to understand emerging risks while also innovating boldly i mean i think they need to continue to build and explore but i mean i there's got to be a way to control this dude because in people that are uh, in north korea how do you not get the internet i mean maybe we just can't have access to it right this article is talking about there's essentially an arms race going on right now amongst the countries to develop ai and like i was saying with my kids papers okay so if the ai database is flagging certain percentages they're going to figure that out they're going to figure out how to take your writing style like my son was saying he has a program that if he writes a letter and submits Mm. it to his ai the ai will use his style of writing 
to write a new letter or a new paper or whatever it is. So any of these short-term you know, ways to catch AI, they're going to outthink it. Will America, or anywhere in the world, uh, continue to need college well, I mean, is that something we'll have to think about? It, you right. know, well, we used yeah. to have to learn deep math, right? And now kids don't know. They just use a calculator. I mean, they still learn math, but, you know, they don't use cursive anymore. All that kind of stuff. Uh, will college just as a whole be done? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't think so, because here's the thing. You can submit the paper. But that doesn't mean that you have the the knowledge. And of when course. you and when you and when you go to a job, there's only so much BSing you can actually do. In some industries, yes, that is true. Others, though, I don't know. Oh, well, I told I mean, my kids, all you have to do to shine above your classmates then is write a freaking paper yourself. Be smart enough to do that, like all of us did, and apparently yeah. you know, rocket to the top of school and jobs and everything else. But why? Maybe I don't even have a job anymore, dude. I mean, how far does this go, right? Why would Hallmark have to hire people to write Hallmark cards anymore? Exactly. And why would a radio station have to have a DJ anymore? Apparently, they're starting to use AI. Ad copywriters. That's a job at radio stations. If I can have my chat bot to write the 30-second car commercial for me in whatever genre, make it humorous. Well, even on all my my freelancer accounts, I make it known that there's no AI material that's written if you submit a job to me I, you'll write I, it personally guarantee i will per- i guarantee it as time marches on sure and ai gets better and better who's to know that we'll be able to distinguish between the two right yeah Scary. I was reading an article about uh, the music industry, that some of these AI programs are writing music, and they can make something sound like Eminem, but it's not Eminem, and it's not plagiarizing Eminem, but it sure sounds a lot like him. Does Eminem get to sue? How do you distribute royalties for that? Like, the artistic who do you world sue? of AI. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, this I mean, is a whole new frontier of legal conundrums. I don't like it. I'm already. I don't. I don't want it. <laughs> the genie's out of the bottle is the problem. So yeah. And you know there are some practical applications for this. Obviously, simple questions of uh, how to fix something. If the chatbot can just tell you the answer, I, you know, I see the the benefit. I was telling one of my kids. They were like, you know, I'm having writer's block. I don't know how to start this story about you know a book report. And I said, well, why can't you ask AI to write you something? Don't plagiarize it. Just see how they start it. Like use that as an inspiration. Sure. And they were like, I don't know. Like, isn't that the same that was asking? Like, hey, Nick, if you were writing a story about radio, how would you start it off? Isn't asking you for advice the same? 100%, dude. I mean, yeah, it is. And that's where the lines are going to blur as time marches on. I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but since we have iPhones or Androids or whatever, we look at pictures and sometimes I will be on something and try and zoom it. And I'm not, I realize, oh, I'm not on my phone, you moron. <laughs> I'm so used to being able to get more information quickly and easily. Uh, I ask Alexa all the time when I'm at home for answers to certain things I just want to know real quick. Right. And I'll find myself doing it as I'm walking around. I just think this world around me can help me with whatever I need help with. And that is soon coming. Yeah. That's scary. This article points out that back in March, some prominent figures in the tech industry signed a letter calling for artificial intelligence labs to stop training some of the new most powerful AI systems, saying, quote, it has profound risks to society and humanity. 
<laughs> what is this? These are going to be war machines. I mean, they're right. already they've already got them. Like, that's well, not to crazy. mention, also, you know, for war, but also we already have seen the advent of deep fake videos where Obama's, you know, talking about communism, but he never said that at all. But this new AI, I mean, it's going to make it so seamless, so easy to just say have Obama say that he hates Republicans or whatever. Like, sure, yeah. We, what can we trust in this world anymore? Right. So I would tend to agree with Nick's assertion. A year from now, five years from now, like. This stuff's going to spiral, and I do not know the answer, nor does this guy from Google. He's just basically saying, I'm quitting to stop being part of the problem and try to uh, alert everyone to it. But no one's presented an answer yet. Yeah. Well, and and, and, and I think then that that's going to open up a, a big war, I think, between in the tech industry. It's almost like um, antivirus programs. Right. So, in other words, you've got on one side the, the AI people, but then on the other side, you've got the other folks who are paid to uh, help combat what right. what AI is uh, doing. A uh, tech you know, war and, in the truest sense of the meaning, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, good luck to us all. We're <laughs> responsible out there, fellow humans. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. Brewski, are you aware of uh, the Pinkertons? Does that mean anything to you? The Pinkertons. You're talking about the, the security company? Yes, dude. I I, I uh, didn't Bruce. know anything about them. Uh, <laughs> In the old days, they actually used to be like former cops, like uh, former sheriffs. It's <laughs> like, say, you didn't want to be having bad guys shoot at you all the time and all that sort of thing. You would get this cushy job with Pinkerton and you would be like an investigator and get paid for companies like Wells Fargo and places like that. Your private security, but they started, uh, I think, in the 1850s, I think, and they're still around today. I mean, uh, and as far as I could tell uh, in doing some research on the group, uh, they're mercenaries. I mean, they are uh, they are armed. They will show up at places and also uh, dabble in illegal activity. Oh, no. so are we talking like Wagner Group or, or like um, like Blackwater sort of thing? Uh, I don't know what either of those things are, but oh, maybe. Uh, they're like special so, forces that get hired for dirt. Kind of, yes. I mean, uh, yeah, and let me get into this story because it's crazy. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you, I've never heard of the Pinkertons before this. Magic the Gathering, the card game, do you know what it is? Yeah, sure yeah. do, yeah. All right. Modern D&D for, uh, yes. Correct. Um, And it's uh, made by Hasbro, I think, or Hasbro Corporation owns them. Uh, Have you ever been scrolling through TikTok or YouTube, Facebook, whatever, and come across a video? Uh, Usually it's a live and people are uh, unwrapping baseball cards or, you know, they're unboxing. I get that. Yeah. All right, so a YouTuber was doing this with Magic the Gathering cards. It turns out, in this video, he was given a uh, box of cards that had not yet been released. Oh. And uh, it was, you know, a huge thing for the for the company to release this on a certain date. There was all sorts of pre-promotion. Somebody gave sold him this box of cards and put it in with his stuff so he does this live unboxing and as he's doing it he's realizing what he's got like this is crazy yeah uh and but just goes on about it i mean he did not steal them there was nothing nefarious here right right he was giving them 
So fast forward to a couple of days later, he's uploading in the middle of uploading another video uh, talking about, I don't know how I got these cards, blah, blah, blah. A couple of minutes later, there is banging on his door. Oh, jeez. They sent the Pinkertons over? Wife answers the door. Uh, Pinkertons are there, armed. Wow. And, and force their way into the home and take all these cards, all the wrappers, everything. Like, go through the trash to find all the wrappers from the cards and everything like that uh, and take it all. Wow. And Hasbro paid them to do it. Wow. That seems completely illegal to be (laughs) entering someone's home and taking something you gave them voluntarily. Yeah. There must have been some serious consequences they were thinking about from these cards getting out to go to that extreme did they even ask the guy to just send them back not that he probably would have said yes but uh he got uh let me let me just scan through this because he got up and recorded some videos so you can find some stuff on this i don't know if they're still on or if they've been removed but by the time he got downstairs because he realized something was going on he said his wife was just in tears like uh i mean you have armed men yeah Forcing their way in. Forcing their way in. Cops can't do that. I wonder if the legality is for uh, private well, security. It can't be legal still. I mean, It's not legal for them to just force their way into your home. And it's up to the individual at that point to then reach out to the local police department. And now, of course, it's like a whole, how long is it going to take to even get sort of like, you know. They've yeah. taken the cards already. And probably by the time this is resolved in court, those cards will be you know publicly available then. So. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So who knew Hasbro was run by the Sopranos? That they were- <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what people are saying. Like, uh, you got some like mob-like ties. Hasbro. Yeah. Wow. My little pony, by the way, you know? Like, <laughs> Send the Care Bears crazy. over to rough them up. <laughs> yeah, dude. Wow. Who knew it was such high stakes? I wonder if the guy signed something at some point saying that, you know, if we buy, you know, send you the wrong item, we're allowed to come take it back or something. But I, I doubt it, dude. I mean, at least they would have had given him the courtesy of contacting and saying, like, hey, as per contract, we, we got to have it back. Right. No. Yeah. They probably knew they made a mistake and, uh, yeah just needed it taken care of it's i would have called the cops had them thrown out of my house and then put those cards on ebay immediately and cashed in this is for geeks yeah oh yeah for yes yeah. yes i mean my the band used to play it that was the only time i ever played magic one of the you know the bass players into it so we would all you know before gigs sit around playing it but yeah it's it's a mildly nerdy role playing eh, not role playing like your wizard but you're playing the cards against each other my my wizard trumps your knights like you know that kind of so stuff. so mildly is not the right word right okay <laughs> extremely nerdy. Well, <laughs> so but i hope the guy sues hasbro and makes you know a few million off that yeah keep your well, eye out boys for the pinkertons this is need to know news news you need to know yes indeed have you guys ever been to the uh, the orchestra, like a symphony orchestra live? Yes. Is it fun? Is it boring? I enjoy it. I didn't purchase tickets to go, but went and enjoyed it. It's not something I'm waiting for again, but while I was there, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what if there was some sort of live sex act mixed in? Would that make it even more enticing? No, uh, I mean, I don't. What do you mean? No, of course it would. <laughs> I mean, it would make it more enticing, I suppose. But it also it gives me uncomfortable vibes as well. <laughs> Wait, right. it, 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 am I participating or am I just a spectator? 
spectator dude. you're a spectator. Uh, not not as much as like like if i were the one actually doing it <laughs> <laughs> right. well this is the uh the philharmonic meets uh when harry met sally i think uh the los angeles philharmonic was in the middle of tchaikovsky's symphony number no. five on friday when attendees at the walt disney concert hall heard a loud moan from the audience that was widely oh. described as a woman having an orgasm wow so it was in the <laughs> audience yes that's yeah. hard dude i think that's hotter uh music producer and composer magnus phineas brother of actor ralph fines oh fines not phineas sorry ralph fines brother uh witnessed the bizarre moment said quote uh, went to see the la philharmonic play a woman in the audience had a loud and full body orgasm during the fifth second movement the band politely carried on <laughs> you gotta be polite, dude. There's no reason to be a jerk. Right? Yeah. Uh, someone on Twitter said that this is not what happened. The poor woman had a breakdown of some sort. Have more respect. However, a whole bunch of other people that were at the show, they, they disputed it, saying that, you know, yeah, I've never heard a woman moan like that in distress of any kind, except for having an orgasm. Or even an emotional reaction to the music. Uh, she was getting fingered, dude. Or fingering well, herself. I right. mean, that's the question. What was going on there? I would assume yeah there was some finger blasting going on it couldn't just be the bass or something I mean, could it possibly have been one of those mary hart type moments remember that that woman who whenever she would watch uh, mary hart on entertainment tonight it would send her to seizures oh right 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 yes <laughs> maybe that particular piece of music just hits her the right way you know yeah uh, someone else that was there they said uh everyone kind of turned around to see what was happening i saw the girl after it happened and i assumed that she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing and her partner was smiling smiling and looking at her like in an effort to not shame her it was quite beautiful he said sure was was she smoking a cigarette too right one journalist said that the woman quote had a screaming in all capital letters orgasm Uh, (laughs) i I think it's hot i mean uh i don't want to see it happen on stage only because uh, if i'm with my wife i obviously want to be doing stuff with her at that point or if i'm by myself i want to be masturbating sure you know. <laughs> that's what i'd like to be well, doing want to stroke the trombone i get it right. you can't do that in a symphony come on you know it, it is it is masturbation may so oh, what we're supposed to do it a lot this month yes this this particular month right now is masturbation may I did not know that. I thought every month was that, but uh, that's just my house. (laughs) Well, I I think think they're looking for folks to opt their game a little bit. I see. Well, we had previously talked in the show that you're supposed to, what, have 28 orgasms a month for good prostate health, which... Oh, jeez. That's that's a lot of work. So every day in the month of May, let's set the bar a little higher. So attend the orchestra if you need help. Have you ever had a day where you just masturbated so many times all day? Like maybe you masturbated 10 times in one day. Oh, that's wow. a Tuesday in my house. <laughs> that's no, that's that's self abuse. Yeah. yeah, you can be you're gonna be like red and raw by the time you're done with that one. Oh, I've had them, dude. I've, I've I, 10, 10 times a day. Time? I mean, yeah. what's the what's a real number? I've had days when I'm in weird moments in life, uh, two or three maybe in one day. Yeah, and exactly. Was like Bruski was saying, like by the end of the day, I'm like, whoa, whoa, but uh, yeah, like, like three for me would be tops. I've had sex four or five times in one day, or for hours at a time, or whatever. No, uh, yeah. Don't always stack up, but I've had you know days of all sorts of sex. Yeah, but listen, I remember as a young man 
a single young man right, that I ago. that I had days uh, and wasn't always or even often, but I remember days where I was like, I've done seven. I want to see now. I want to see how many more I can do. Oh. But by the time I, I don't even have anything coming out anymore. Right. It's dust you at know. some point, right? A little. Poof. Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> the, clo- the closest I've ever come to anything like that. There were a couple of times I've had double duty dates. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know, sure. yeah. And, and both times you, you hook up on both dates and that sort of thing. But I think the most masturbating I've ever done, which is like Steve said, three or four tops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As I've gotten older here, and we may have discussed this before, I can keep going and going, but uh, an orgasm is not always guaranteed at all. Like yeah. usually one or two a day. Like if I can, if I can pop off three or four, I'm super impressed by that. And I've of late had some marathon days where I've had eh, probably two orgasms, but I've had sex multiple times. Sure, without uh, yeah, 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 and without actually completing on my end. So I'm I'm in there for the longevity, but being able to pop one off every few hours and um, yeah, that, that, that gets tough. So. And it depends on the, on the material that you're using, too. Like, if you're just going strictly off Spank Bank, eh, maybe not so tough. much. But if you've got favorite scenes and that sort of thing, which with the internet these days, you can pull up fairly quickly, there are yeah. certain things that will work for me. Speaking of internet porn, Steve, you owe me an apology, dude. That's a recurring Star- theme in life. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I started using that uh, XNXX site oh, yeah, you yeah. recommended. My preferred uh, site, yes. I can not tell you dude how many emails of apparently i'm on tinder i'm matching on tinder all the time and that's weird i i mean my email you and i have the same work email server and i get tons of spam every day but i can't track that back to ever having gone to a porn site before if you want to protect yourself nick you should try to log into that site or even pornhub from utah and i will guarantee you that you will be safe because you will not be able to connect to it at all really Yes. Do they, do they block that kind of access in Utah? Is that true? They sure do. As a matter of fact, now if people want to go get porn, they have to have a VPN. Wow. Dude, how is that even possible? How is that legal? I mean, yeah. that's crazy. I, well, you know, it's but that then it's up to Freaking the nice. individual companies to then sue those states. But I just saw the story that Utah has blocked uh, access to Pornhub. Well, let's yeah. see what happens to the population of Utah over the next six months then, because... I'm heading to the nearest state next door <laughs> that allows porn. Yes, it's not even in Utah anymore. There's some good outdoor recreation. That's about it. It's all yeah. Mormon, isn't it? I mean, the, for the most part. Yeah, exactly. Well, I guess having trampolines just aren't enough for them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was that thing you were telling us about, Nick? Squatting or squashing or what is it? Oh, uh, they're dry humping each soaking. other. Soaking. Soaking. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, where you just insert yourself into a woman and just stay there static. But then someone bounces on you. Uh, someone will jump on the bed <laughs> or, oh. you know, they, they're called uh, they're called in to get the motion from the ocean. Guy. Right. Well, and also Nick used to tell us the story whenever you see a trampoline in people's yards more than likely they're mormon you guys remember when trampolines weren't so common i mean over the last 15 years or whatever everyone and the brother has a trampoline but when i was a kid like a uh, trampoline was rare you know sure. uh, and everyone i ever saw was at a, a they were mormon i don't know why I, well, I didn't make the rule. There's a handbook for Mormon moms. That's one of the things that suggests that you do for an activity for the kids is that uh, not soaking. Um, but have a trampoline. Yeah, have a yeah. trampoline for the kids. See, I was ahead of my time, Bruski. 
This is the only news you need to know. After all, this is need to know news. News you need to know. Enough said. Hey, uh, are you guys friends? Uh, not friends. I know you're not friends. Are you fans of Keanu Reeves? Sure. Keanu yeah. seems like a good dude, and he's been in some of my favorite movies. I mean, Matrix is one of my all-time favorites, for sure. Keanu seems, seems like, like a real good, down-to-earth guy, right? Yeah. I mean, you always see him. He's a, He seems like a sweetheart, right? So, Have you seen his girlfriend? He's not with some like young, little, thin hottie or something. I mean, He's with a... Uh, who's the old lady we all think's hot? Bruce Helen Mirren? Yes, Stewart? he's with a Helen Mirren type, <laughs> oh, yes. you know, person. Who'd right. you say? Uh, Martha Stewart. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about Oprah or Martha. I'm talking about Helen Mirren. Right. Yeah, Which he does. Me he must be into the content of her soul, not just, you know, superficial things like a lot of Hollywood celebs. I'm looking at a picture of her right now. Her name is Alexandra Grant. She's a pretty lady. I mean, she's just older. And I, isn't she? Is she natural in there as far as gray hair and... Uh, yes. She's yeah, that's very, what I've seen. She's yeah. very thin, too. Wow. Like, get the woman a sandwich. Well, uh, he has recently started, you know, a lot of PDA with her, which he's not known oh. for, right? Um, so, yeah, they're obviously in love. But this story has everything to do with Keanu Reeves and uh, um, even more to do with Matthew Perry. Uh, Matt Perry from yeah. Friends right. uh, fame wrote a book. Book. I don't know. You remember he was uh, had a lot of addiction in his life. He wrote a book and talked yeah, about how he got autobiography that. about it all. Right? That's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, well, and you remember out, on Friends that you know certain seasons he withered down to nothingness, and then the next season he'd be fat and bloated. Like it was pretty obvious back then. It was obvious that something was going on, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, weight up and down, and he recently wrote a book though, and uh, he mentioned Keanu Reeves in it. The Friends star appeared at the L.A. Times Festival of Books on Saturday during a panel, told the audience that he plans to remove Reeves' name from the future editions of his 2022 memoir, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing. Mm, yeah, he okay. said something not nice, right, that he now regrets? Yes, and he was writing about River Phoenix. The excerpt said, River Phoenix was a beautiful man inside and out. Too beautiful for this world, it turned out. It always seems to be the really talented guys that go out. Why is it that the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us? Oh, I, I mean, that animosity came from for Keanu. I mean, who's who do you ever upset? I mean, I, you know, and for a moment, I was like, oh, what a crap bag thing to say. But was he thinking of like Bill and Ted's Keanu? I mean, uh, point breaks Keanu where well, there was a long time. Keep in mind before the Matrix that we thought Keanu was stupid, right? Yeah, surfer dude type. Sure. Yeah. And but even I don't then, he was just a friendly surfer dude. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Dude, yeah, so uh, he's taken it out, apparently. Perry previously apologized for the comment, saying in a statement to people on October, I'm a big fan of Reeves, and he had just chosen a random name in the prose. I apologize. I should have used my own name instead, he added to the statement. So, or Donald Trump or somebody easily picked well, up. <laughs> you know. yes. and, and when was the last time he actually did anything of note whatsoever? Matthew Perry, right? Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Right there is when the last time he did something. Okay, but that's, that's you know, he, he had that awful TV show on ABC for a while, Mr. Sunshine, right. where he was but like. But your set uh, of notes, that was not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Come on. No, and Keanu's still relative and cranking out hits and all that stuff. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird animosity. So he yeah. said, uh, I pulled his name out of my head so quickly and easily because I live on the same street as him. And he just oh, came top of mind, right? Hmm. Any future versions of the book will not have his name in it. So he's throwing it back to the printers and taking that out and making a little adjustment. Well, I can't wait to see who he slams on now. Does he take the whole sentence out or does he just put another celebrity in there? I bet he'll put himself in there. I mean, that's the only logical answer, right? Uh, Yeah, I suppose so. What about uh, Gunther? You know, no one like Gunther and Friends, right? Who? Gunther? <laughs> the guy that worked at the coffee house. Yeah. I always loved Jennifer Aniston. So. I had yeah. no idea. You could put Tucker Carlson in there. Or yeah. you want to be really safe and just have somebody that most people hate than just say Stalin or Hitler. I mean, you, you got some easy options. Yeah, Scott Bayo or Kevin Sorbonne. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cameron, you know, let's go back. Pick one of the Corys. I don't know. He hasn't apologized yet, but he says, if I run into the guy, I'll, I'll apologize. It was just so stupid. I thought they lived in the same neighborhood. You don't want to go just knock yeah. on the door. Yeah, Come on, no, man. He's so top of mind if you never run into him. Come you on. You want to be friends with him? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the people who say, you know, the wrong Vaughn was on that helicopter. Right. The wrong yeah. Vaughn. Jimmy Stevie Vaughn. Stevie shouldn't have been Stevie. on Oh, Stevie Ray Vaughn. Okay. Stevie Ray Vaughn versus his brother, Jimmy Vaughn. Like if one had to be the one to be on the helicopter that crashed, right. you know, that, that, that whole thing. Yeah. Yes. I would say he spent so much time with Jennifer Aniston, who's just insanely beautiful, that he lost his mind clearly. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Gentlemen, how do we sleep? Boxers, pajamas, naked. How do, how do we sleep on the show? I'm always in sweat shorts and a T-shirt. Oh, okay. You got the full body thing going on there. Yeah. Do you not like when you're rolling around, you get that T-shirt all twisted and contorted? Yeah. No, I mean, I'm used to it. Uh, you know, in the summer, sometimes I'll sleep just in shorts. I I, I would never, unless uh, sometimes after a session with my wife, I'll fall asleep naked, mm-hmm. you know, but I would never get naked to go to sleep. I agree. Um, I need my junk oh. protected. I need it. Oh. I need it isolated somehow. Bruce, oh, no, how, no. Are, how are you suggesting? Come on. If you had to guess, what do you think? You're nude. All the I'd way. rather not guess. But <laughs> Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I'll, I'll come home. And if I want to watch TV in my bedroom, I will get completely naked and lay on my bed under my blankets and watch TV. Interesting. Really? And the junk oh, flopping around at night. That's not an issue. Oh, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> oh, it feels I so good. Okay. I, I even slept naked at the hotel the entire time, which is kind of weird, I know, but, you know, it just that's kind of how I sleep now. All right, so then that means we have all three versions. So Nick is in shorts and a shirt. You're naked. I wear just my boxer briefs with no shirt on. Okay. That's the full spectrum we have going here. Uh, but I have an article that basically questions, uh, should you sleep in underwear or go commando? Doctors have thoughts on the topic. All right. Let's hear them, Doogie. Yeah. So it says you may want to wear underwear to bed if, this is on the female side, I'll get to the men in a second, uh, if you're someone who has a lot of vaginal discharge or if you're on your period, sleeping in underwear may be your best option to prevent a nighttime mess in the morning. That seems kind of obvious, doesn't it? Yeah. 
Right. A lot of vaginal discharge. I'm not even sure what that means. Is there, are there women with well, excessive amounts? I think it means exactly what you think it means, dude. Like well, a lot of discharge from your vagina. Well, excessive, well, though. Like, wow. There are some medications, prednisone in particular, which is a steroid that's in asthma medication. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of a side effect. I dated a woman who actually had that problem. She had asthma and she was on an inhaler. And um, lots yeah, of was, discharge, huh? Well, yeah. it says if you have excessive, so that must mean women oh. just generally just a normal amount throughout the night, then, right? Sure. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I've known a lot of women that sleep naked. I've never seen a mess on the sheets or anything. Now, obviously, if you're on your period, I mean, what kind of white trash are you if you're not, you know, covering up somehow? You got the curse. Right. Uh, for those with male genitalia, do you see how they phrase it that way? Not for men, for those with male genitalia. Ah. Uh, uh, on the other hand, may experience discomfort, particularly in their testicles, if they go commando due to the compression that may occur from the thighs or the mattress while they toss and turn in their sleep. That's exactly what I was just referencing of yeah. needing my junk protected. But Bruce, yep. can you, no issue there, huh? No. I will say that I wake up sometimes really sweaty surrounding the twins, but... Uh, I'm going to ask a question I may regret just from the visual, but do you mainly <laughs> sleep really? on your back or are you on your side where you could be compressing little bit? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a side sleeper. Okay. And is everything tucked in or is it hanging out front? Uh, Nick just spit his coffee out. Stop it. Stop. Stop. Out front. Out front. I can't. I can't. If, it, if it's tucked in, the, then it's like it's jammed back there. I got to have it free. I'm a boxer's guy. If I'm wearing underwear, it's not boxer briefs. It's too tight on me. I just wear like regular boxers. I like to hang loose and, and be cool and everything. I got you. Uh, yeah. It says here, another thing to consider, wearing underwear to bed means your genitals aren't making direct contact with your pajamas or your bed oh. sheets, so you can wash those items less frequently oh. uh, less laundry if you're not if you're wearing underwear oh no uh, and, which is true i mean uh it, well it is for me anyway like uh, i'll usually wear the same sweat shorts for uh three nights hmm, without washing it yeah, that's fair. Uh, it says sleeping in underwear can also protect the urethra, the tube that connects uh, the bladder to the outside of the body from uh, irritants or infection. Mm, what kind of bed sheets part do you have deal. if you're getting infections? Well, I mean, look, you swallow how many spiders a year? That, that, that means they're crawling on your penis, too, if it's just Urban hanging legend. out there. Well, I'm on a strict sheet schedule. <laughs> you are? Yeah. I religiously change my sheets Every week. Every okay. week? Okay. Why? Does it cause my, you issues, or is this just a cleanliness thing? It makes me feel better if, if I've done that. And also, I got to say, I love the, the feeling of, like, sleeping on brand yeah, new, clean like, sheets. I do, too, sheets. dude. I love it. You know? But I, uh, that's one of my least favorite chores to do is to strip the bed, wash them, and put them back on. I, I hate doing it. I was having this conversation with my mom a couple of weeks ago. I said... How often do you wash your sheets? Mm -hmm. She said, I wash them every week. Maybe sometimes I'll go a couple more days if I'm really busy or something. But, you know, seven to nine days. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do not wash my sheets that often, dude. To full transparency, I probably, uh, it's not out of the question for me to go three weeks without washing my, you know, before I wash them. Interesting. And maybe that's because you are, you know, you have shorts and a shirt on so you can extend it. Yeah. Um, 
I'll ask the question. You don't have to answer it. But uh, how does the uh, the other half of the Reynolds family sleep? Most of the time, uh, she sleeps in. Uh, she mixes it up. But I would say the larger percent of the time, if we're just going to bed, uh, she'll she's in a t shirt and usually like uh, yoga pants. Okay, so she's got top and bottom going too. See what I've noticed in my adult life here. If I go more than six or seven days without washing my bed sheets, I'll start to get little you know little acne on my shoulders because i'm sleeping on my side most of the night and it's getting dirty and grimy i don't have a shirt on so just to get rid of like random little shoulder acne i make sure i I wash the sheets every five or six days is my usual okay so you're once a week or two or a little more yeah yeah i think i gotta start washing my sheets more dude i mean (laughs) no uh, just just have just have several sets because then that way then you can take the ones off your bed put them in the laundry you don't have to worry about them and you've got you know at least a couple of weeks back stock and and you can just put them on and then get to the laundry when you can. I will say I wash my comforter cover probably only once a month because I wash my bottom sheet and top sheet, and that separates me from my comforter. I always wrap my bottom sheet over or the top sheet over the top of the comforter. So I'm yeah. never having direct skin contact with my comforter. I don't use the top sheet, dude. I can't stand to use the yeah. top sheet. Oh, no I'm top just sheet. bottom sheet comforter. comforter, yeah. Yep, exactly. All right. So now the article puts the pros for sleeping naked. So you should go commando, or you may want to sleep commando, if you sweat a lot in your sleep, or if you're prone to certain skin or genital conditions, then it may be better to sleep without your underwear to keep things drier and more comfortable below the belt. Let it breathe a little bit. Right. Wearing tight or non-breathable underwear can trap moisture in the genital area, creating a damp environment where bacteria and fungi can thrive. Listen, I, I get that just from a regular 10, 11 hour night shift driving. Uh, <laughs> right. You get jock at you mean? If, yeah, like yeah. It, gets, it gets real sweaty. And I don't wear jeans either when I drive. I wear like loose knit basketball shorts or sweats or something like that. And I'll tell you what, if I don't take breaks and get out of the car and stretch around and like let everything air out a little bit, yeah. oh boy, it gets really swampy. <laughs> let me tell you this, Brewski. I might have something for you. All right. Oh. I saw this on Amazon maybe a couple months ago. This is something that you buy for your car and it's universal and it hooks up to your vent on your dashboard or some people have them underneath their dash. Okay. It hooks onto it and then it's got a tube that you put up your oh. shorts by your package. And I oh. guess it's invented for drivers who are driving all the time. They get sweaty, dude. Put the air on for a few minutes. You're going to be fine. Sounds like a on ice. DJ set or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about distracted well, we driving. Uh, you might have to get that for Brewski, dude. That may be your next uh, Christmas present, Brewski. Oh, uh, the, uh, the closing thought here, all of that said, what you wear to bed or don't ultimately comes down to what feels good and helps you get a good night's sleep. You just may need to factor in how often to wash your sheets based on everything we outlined there. So, All right. Yeah. So I'm there try you go. That is news people need to know right there. It's going to keep you healthy. It's going to keep you with a boyfriend or girlfriend. Uh, So, yeah, do it. Maybe that's why I only wash my sheets once every three weeks. I'm married, dude. I don't have to worry about it. You got her trapped. (laughs) Uh, We we can do one more story if you want, or we can wrap it up now. It's up to you, Nick. Uh, We could do a quick one. Need to know news. News you need to know. Toronto Blue Jays pitcher claims flight attendant made his pregnant wife clean up after their child fueling a heated Twitter debate. 
Mm-hmm. Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Anthony Bass has uh, sparked this heated uh, social media debate as the United Airline employees made his pregnant wife clean up a food mess left by his children on the flight. The flight attendant just made my 22-week pregnant wife traveling with a 5-year-old and a 2-year-old get on her hands and knees to pick up the popcorn mess by my youngest daughter. Wow. Are you kidding me? He wrote on Twitter. Interesting. Your thoughts off the as top someone of who has head. traveled with kids. Yeah. Off the top of my head. Sorry, air waitress. You should be cleaning up my table after I've gotten up. I mean, you're paying top dollar for airline tickets nowadays. And, you know, who's to determine what's a mild mess versus an epic mess? And people come wow. through the plane and clean every aisle and every row. So unless you're going to start making everyone pick up every mess. Uh, I would say no. Sorry, that's what uh, it's like going to a movie theater. Sorry, I'm leaving popcorn on the floor. Someone's coming through after me to clean this stuff up. It's part of what I'm paying for. A hundred percent, dude. I mean, I don't think uh, you know. You see some jerks who like litter on purpose as a disrespect. Like, but if I'm at the movie, dude, I know there's people coming in and cleaning it up. If I drop a couple kernels, I don't want to touch that nasty floor. I don't want to touch an airline nasty floor. Well, and did they give for the woman like here's a vacuum, or they? They just made her pick up individual pieces of corn or popcorn or whatever. Like- yeah, and here's the thing: this flight attendant gave. Uh, first of all, anyone who's traveled with a kid or has a heart it knows that it is tough to travel with right, kids. Cut them some slack. Cut a little bit of slack. I'm the first person on the airplane that's like, "Oh, I hope that baby doesn't cry." But if it does, it's a baby, dude. I get it. Uh, and I'm sure the parent is freaking out like, oh, please shut up. You know, right. and by the way, if I puke on an airplane, you're going to make me clean that up. Obviously not. You, there's stormtroopers that come well, on the plane as soon as it lands and starts cleaning stuff up. It's not even you, flight attendant. And it I turns think- out that she was the one who gave this popcorn to the kid. The flight attendant handed, you know, the the popcorn to the kid and her mom and said, oh, maybe some popcorn for the little one. Then the little one spilled it and she wanted or made the mom get on her hands and knees and clean it up. So. Bruski, thoughts on the other side? Well, I, I obviously don't have small children. I've never really had. If I had small Unless children. Unless I'm kidnapping that week, I don't usually have small children. <laughs> We're supposed to keep that quiet, Steve. Come on. Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. We'll edit yeah. that. Sure. <laughs> um, here's the thing. This guy made over $10 million so far in his career. I've looked at it, right? Okay. You can't. You can't have one of your family members travel with your wife, buy the extra ticket, and and so that it makes it a little easier. You can, so she's pregnant, and now she's got two kids. So how much of a crap bag are you? <laughs> we that, that never you, know what's going on, dude. This could have been a quick flight. Uh, I get uh, no, last I, minute I, had the flight. You know, I get that. But but you know what though? When you make the kind of money that that he makes as a major league baseball player, you would think that you could at least have somebody flying with your wife to help alleviate the burden on her. If she's pregnant gonna make her travel with two toddlers as well i mean come on dude well dude let me tell you one two three four five six seven eight there's there's 20 kernels on the floor i mean this is uh something a vacuum could take care of i wouldn't put a seven month pregnant wife down or anyone on their knees you know yeah not for that it sounds like an ego trip on behalf of that air waitress i mean flight attendant sorry flight attendant is the correct word (laughs) all right gentlemen that's gonna do it for this week's edition of need to know news
Very good. Find us online, thevocalminority.net. Check out all the socials, uh, comment, share, help grow this fine broadcast. Goodbye. Peace, please. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. Nick Reynolds, Steve Harness, and Cousin Brewski. The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve. <laughs>